And we are live. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to Are You Two In Love Or with Eva O'Byrne and Lucy Holmes or Lucy Holmes and Eva O'Byrne, depending which way you like us. Um, that was Britney Spears with Lucky. Um, we're very much on a Britney Spears buzz today, as we always should be. Just putting that out there into the universe. Exactly. God, I love Lucky so much, mainly because of like how weirdly prophetic it is for Britney Spears. Because like it refers to like her own kind of rise to stardom but at the same time it's like she wasn't that famous when she released Lucky like obviously it was within her second album but it was before like the major paparazzi thing started happening and I don't know it's just so weird to listen to that song she's so young singing as well she's like 19 18 years old look Eva I'm just gonna put this out there like we're like 18 and 20 respectively why don't we have a second album? I'm just saying. I'm quite upset. Because we weren't part of the Disney Channel Club since the age of like 11 years old. Um, You don't know that. Speak for yourself. Maybe I was. You know my name, not my story. <laughs> um, no, God, imagine. Imagine I was actually a Disney star in disguise. What would y'all do? What would y'all do? It's, Tell just, me. it's so crazy. I think a lot of people forget that about Britney, though. Yeah. That she was a Disney star. And so was Justin Timberlake. I always forget that and I see clips of him when he was younger and I'm like oh my god and he was in like some dance show as well wasn't he or am I just making that yeah. up and so was Ryan Gosling as well Ryan Gosling was a big dance star in Canada oh my god and Drake was I a know. Drake was random trivia. As well. there's just so much there's <laughs> so many celebrities that were celebrities in other lives you know if that exactly. made any sense like celebrities as young children um, but yeah, so on today's show, we're continuing on the story of kind of how media treats women, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and t- on today's show, we're going to be touching more off um, Britney Spears's journey as, as a young woman um, and then eventually her almost persecution by the media as she grew older. Um, and also Sinead O'Connor, who is Ireland's own example of a, y- a young woman who spoke out and she was ultimately bashed and not taken seriously. Yeah, no, like it's, it's really interesting to draw comparisons. And I, can't, I know you can't always draw parallels, but it is really interesting to draw parallels between how certain women in the media were treated versus how certain men are treated. And it's even the language mm-hmm. that's used to describe them. It's that simple. Like, I'm sure you've all seen those infographics where, like, a woman is bossy, but a man is assertive. Like, they're, the, the difference in language is huge because subconsciously it programs our opinions and views of people and of a gender and of a gender presentation, which can, mm-hmm. like, in the long run, be quite damaging. And we have seen, mm-hmm. and there's been studies that sh- have shown that the media portrayal of women has been quite quite damaging not only for women but also for men um which is really mm-hmm. not interesting interesting is definitely not is, the right yeah. word but it's, it's, it's what a scary we thing to think off about of really um like we touched off this like in our previous episode but like i was watching a free britney uh, documentary this morning obviously because you know i'm taking online college really seriously <laughs> um and it was so interesting because the person who made the documentary it was like a fan-made one, so like obviously I won't tr- like treat it as gospel. But they're like, oh, you can draw such um, good compar well, not good comparisons, but there are such ev- comparisons between women in like all women who have been hounded by paparazzi or hounded by the media because they're initially presented as this like young maiden who is like you know very vulnerable and like you know she's she's a child like she's not a woman. And you can draw this comparison with Princess Diana and Britney Spears. 
they were both presented as very young women. Um, and like they're like, you know, Britney became most famous at the age of 18, 19, and so did Princess Diana. And you can always see direct parallels in like how they were handed by the media. They are initially a maiden, and then they're a villain, and then they're an angel. It's the three stages of being a woman in the public eye. Like, I think it's really interesting to look at how the media shapes our opinion of people in general, not just women, and how much mm. it influences how we think about the world around us. Because we don't really take into consideration the kind of like um, unconscious biases we collect from engaging with certain media. And I think we see it a lot with women, where women will become quite infantilized within the media. Um, or like mm-hmm. this infantilized version of them will be pushed forward. Even if we look at people today, like if anyone uses TikTok, um, you've probably seen it as well on different platforms, but the biggest TikTok at the moment, the most liked TikTok, the most viewed TikTok is by a girl called Bella Porch. Um, and mm-hmm. people have been kind of calling her out a lot because she's putting forward this very infantilized image of what being a woman is. And people are saying, like, as an adult, you shouldn't be doing that. And, you know, there's a lot of debate mm-hmm. about this. But at she the end of the day... She literally served in the U.S. Army. She has killed people. I think she has, like, over... She has over 10 kills on record, I think. And she acts like a child on TikTok. And I think that's the most disturbing thing about it. Yeah, I think that's a very... Like, I think people get really weirded out by the juxtaposition. And I do, too. Like, when you look into... Like, I'm not going to go off on a Bella Porch, like, conspiracy route. Because I could sit here all day and talk about it. Like... So many different mm-hmm. conspiracies sur- surrounding her. Um, like there's conspiracies that she sold her soul to the devil because if you look her up, you can't find <laughs> her anywhere. She didn't exist before her TikToks, which kind of blew up. Um, it's all very, very weird. Um, she has like um, controversial tattoos as well. And she presents herself as this very like mm-hmm. infantilized version of herself. And it is very strange. But getting back to the point that women will often have to fit themselves into a certain trope within media to mm-hmm. be marketable as such. A man can just be, I feel, in a lot of extent. Like, I definitely think there is certain tropes that men have to live up to, but they're not as yeah kind of pigeonholed as women may be. Um, I find that women are awful, like, often pigeonholed into these like certain categories, like the femme fatale, the like, hypersexual woman, the... Um, mm-hmm infantilized child the perfect angel the like innocent naive girl and then like the one the media doesn't look doesn't like despite what they say the strong independent woman um and at -hmm. the end of the day they're all tropes they're not people they're just concepts they're just they're not real people and i feel like sometimes when we catch a glimpse of what people are really like we don't like that the media does not like that and they'll always spin it in a bad way when something shatters that perception of this woman this celebrity this kind of figurehead being human people Mm. don't like that yeah yeah no like women aren't allowed to have flaws according to the media you know like remember i remember when um britney spears's uh paparazzi picture started to come out and she looked completely normal and she was doing normal activities like smoking and drinking and I remember people in my like general life and we're very young at this point we're like seven eight years old and they're like god imagine going out like that like as if it's it's a normal um, thing yeah as if like looking shit isn't a normal thing like and she didn't even look that bad she looked like a normal woman I think like we need I think we have a huge problem and especially with social medias like Instagram we have a huge problem 
today with yeah, this Jesus. kind of like it's, it's not this is not a new phenomenon but by any means but holding celebrities on a pedestal as if they're not real people as if they're not flawed human beings who make mistakes and I think cancel culture mm-hmm. has a huge part to play in this as well because people will be very quick to jump down throats and sometimes I agree with cancel culture sometimes I think things are just like you passed a line but at the same time sometimes I very much disagree with it because it's like it's like people are looking for things to pick apart I feel like there's this mm. certain like anger that people get like you can't be this perfect and that's true you can't be this perfect but the media has pushed a certain narrative about a person um, and we see that a lot when it comes to women and I think we see that a lot with Britney Spears and we saw that a lot with Sinead O'Connor as well um, I'm thinking that we should start with the Sinead O'Connor story because it's not that there's not as much with Britney it's just that I feel like if we get started talking about Britney we might we'll like go off away. on a tangent um, and with Sinead it's like we just I, everyone owes her an apology I don't know if SNL have ever issued an apology or you know anyone who criticized her madonna criticized her in the irish times and all i don't know if anyone's ever actually you know turned around to her been like you know what you you were so right to do what you did because like the the action and like obviously a trigger warning for this you know there were so many abuses happening in ireland and no one wants to acknowledge that ireland was not this dreamy celtic place um and it's just like you know jesus like well done to her for actually having the balls to do that you know you know like we and i think we've seen it a lot recently like we've talked about this a lot over on our instagram at our youtube and love or um the recent kind of i don't want to call it recent scandal because it's not a recent scandal this is an ongoing thing but the ceiling of the archives of the mother and baby homes it once again points at this thing that keeps happening consistently in irish irish history an Irish social history that frustrates me so much. The way we talk about things, the way we handle things, the way we discuss things, especially things like this, we kind of say, oh, it's of its time. It's from the past. But we have to remember, especially in the case of the mother and baby homes, the last mother and baby home closed in October 1996. I have friends that were born mm-hmm. in 1996. I have friends that within that timeline could have potentially been born in mother and baby homes i have family members that could have been born exactly. in ba- mother and baby homes like you know that's not Sinead me, like, o'connor ripped up that picture in 1992 like four that's years not, before it, the closing exactly like that's not homes. me like reaching saying oh well this could have happened but like we had like without i don't want to like oust my family because that's not fair but we did have certain experiences with the catholic church with people trying to be kind of put into mother and baby homes and thankfully my grandmother stepped in and prevented anything from happen- happening because she's a wonderful woman but at the same time like that th- these people are still alive and the problem with the archives being sealed for 30 years and a lot of people are getting it very twisted they're saying oh well the victims are allowed to have their information um as far as we're aware different sources are claiming different things government sources are claiming no you are allowed your own information survive certain survivor groups are saying that people have like filed to get their information back like witnesses have come forward and said look i want my information i want to know what the story is um the only thing they're allowed to do as of right now is decide whether or not their name will be redacted from the material in 30 years like they don't even have access to their own information which is a horrible horrible thing to think about like totally illegal under gtpr as well may i add Mm. 
It's just like, see, with Sinead O'Connor, it's just like, I mean, okay, I respect her so much for what she did, um, but do, do, do you remember the open letter she did to Miley, like she wrote to Miley Cyrus? No, I don't actually. And she was, so basically, I'll actually, re- I have an excerpt of it here. Um, and she warned Miley about the treatment of women in the music industry and the role that sexuality plays within this image. But she said, the message you keep sending is that it's somehow cool to be prostituted. It is so not cool, Miley. It is dangerous. Women are to be valued for so much more than their sexuality. We aren't merely objects of desire. I would be encouraging you to send healthier messages to your peers that they and you are worth more than what is currently going on in your career. Um, and it's just like, you know, very strange. I think that it is very, um, I don't know. It's like, you know, women should be allowed to do controversial things. And just because Miley was embracing her sexuality in a new way, since because she'd never been, you know, contractually allowed to do so, you know, like, women should be allowed to do things that aren't ex- expected of them. And, like, o- O'Connor did the same thing. She did something that was completely not expected of her. Um, and she, I don't know. It just seems like a, it seems like a really weird thing for such an icon to say to another icon. You know, it's, it's strange. It's, it's kind of reminiscent of what Madonna said to Sinead O'Connor. Like... I feel like there's definitely a thing within the media where women are very much pitted against each other and we see that mm. trick like that is definitely like a big kind of problem with internalized misogyny but it's mm. it's just like it's confusing is the only word I can say because uh, on one hand you want to be like yes Sinead I, I love you you're wonderful you're doing all of these good things but on the other hand like I said she has faults I understand mm-hmm. like where she's coming from like I can understand the point of view she's coming from when she's talking, when she's saying this to Miley Cyrus, but that doesn't mean I necessarily agree with it. Um, I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think people like Miley Cyrus, people like any of us should be allowed um, sexual liberation and whatever that means for us, even if that means, for some people that could mean like wearing no clothes. For other people that could mean wearing really long clothes, whatever works for you, it's different yeah. for each person. But I think, mm-hmm. I think she's coming from a place where she fears, and I'm not trying to like, forgive her or rationalize it in any way but she fears that by putting forward this image it will be that women will only be seen as this one thing and that is a sexual entity rather than a person with dimensions and sexuality is a part of those dimensions but if you become hyper focused on any one dimension it can be quite damaging I think was kind of where she was coming from but at the same time I can't remember the letter it's been so long maybe I'm giving her too much credit maybe she was just calling out Miley Cyrus because she didn't like Miley Cyrus I don't really know Mm. And I think on that note, so it's like, a, a really yeah. good time to cut yeah. in with a Sinead O'Connor song, since we've been talking about it for so long. Exactly. Um, I'm going to go with the biggest, most obvious one, mainly because I love it, mainly because it's played a lot in work, and it's one of the few songs in work I actually enjoy, um, but nothing compared to you. And we are back. Hello, hello, hello. You were listening to Are You Two in Love or Lucy Holmes and Evo Byrne or Evo Byrne and Lucy Holmes, depending which way you like us. Um, that was Nothing Compares to You, 
sang by Sinead O'Connor. Originally a Prince song, Gorgeous if I'm not mistaken. Song. It um, is, and they had a minor falling out over it, apparently. I didn't know that. Oh my god, um, no way. Yeah, apparently they just didn't get on as people. I mean, Sinead is a very confronta- confrontational woman. Um, and Prince is a very strong and silent type that doesn't really like to say a lot. So I can see them clashing a little bit. Yeah, definitely two opposing star signs. That's what I'm going to say. Mm. <laughs> I actually don't I mean, know star she is enough. a Sagittarius as well. Oh, that makes sense. That's why I relate to her <laughs> so much. Um, actually, funnily enough, <gasps> totally off topic, just while I think of it. I was saying this to Eva the other day and everyone... It's going to be like, Lucy, I don't remember asking. Be quiet. But the other day I did a Vedic astrology chart. I don't know what that means. Please don't ask. I just saw it and I was like, ooh, I want to do that. Um, and it told me that I am a Sagittarius sun, Sagittarius moon, Sagittarius rising, Sagittarius Venus, Sagittarius Mercury. So do with that no, you are. What you're you no, no, you're not. No, yeah. you're not. Yeah, you I cannot am. be. Yeah, I am. According to get away, Dixart. get away, get away from me. <laughs> if you don't make a TikTok about that, I actually will be so disappointed <laughs> in you. Please, like the fucking, you know that, like the new remix. And it's like I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the Taco Bell. Please, just continue, <laughs> make, like with the thing. But it's I'm a Sagittarius. This I'm a Sag- We'll ha- mm. we'll just have to do a full episode on that because so I thought it. my birth chart was bad. <laughs> Excuse me, I think my birth chart is wonderful, how <laughs> dare you? Um, no, but uh, all joking aside, a lot has changed since the last episode happened. We have moved into a full nationwide lockdown. We mm-hmm. have moved into Scorpio season. It's definitely been a bit of a chaotic mm-hmm. time. Um, and I've really yes. noticed it recently. Um, and it's been like, for I just want to acknowledge all the new people following us on Instagram as we well. We gained like 500 that followers in the space so of 24 overwhelming. hours. It was so crazy it was insane me and you were messaging each other like what is going on we post things and we don't check the account for ages neither of us do and then i posted all the stuff about mother and baby homes because i tend to do i post the names of tds if there's a controversial bill i've done it a lot a lot of people were accusing me of being performative and i was like yeah you'll find actually um and then there's the people who are saying that there was one or two people who said we were giving out false news fake news fake false news and i was like not really though um and then someone accused me of advocating for a communist state and i was like <laughs> and he was like where's the lie well <laughs> where's the lie um no when we you do know, post, um mm. when we do post information on our um instagram particularly with the infographics i make i make sure to research them massively eva reads over them mm-hmm. we double check them i source them and mm-hmm. i try to have them as accurate as possible now people have messaged me being like that's not true that's not correct and i've double checked i've fact checked and as far as i'm aware it's correct but at the same time i am one person mistakes can be made mm-hmm. but we are, exactly we and are we are one here. small podcast account exactly. we are not a rte exactly. or the journal or anyone like who was actually publishing misleading titles about Michael D signing the bill into law. That was one thing that really pissed me off. And we're probably where you've actually uh, organized an extra podcast to be recorded this week. We'll probably be out on Saturday or so. And we're going to be talking to people who are experts in these fields uh, when it comes to the government and when it comes to the doll and when it comes to um, especially the topic of mother and baby homes. It's a very of topic and we felt we needed an actual well-versed person in this area because even though me and Lucy know a lot 
we don't know everything no i don't know like the thing is is that i like to do my research and i like to i love sourcing things i love giving sources i love being like hey if you disagree with my information here are all my sources um because i want to get it as right as i can but that doesn't mean i get it right all the time i think for the most part with most of the infographics i posted especially on uh, at our youtube and love or for the most part i think i've been pretty good like i'm my intention is never to like spread misinformation or to like push mm. my agenda whatever my agenda may be i don't really know what it is apparently my agenda is just being a really aggressive sagittarius um our our agenda is uh advocating for a one-party communist state lucy what do you mean <laughs> i think one party communist <laughs> and state somebody's is gonna take that seriously as well I hope like, someone, someone like, gonna send this clip and be like, "Oh, so you are a communist?" I we'll hope. Be like, no, I hope in okay. like five years' time, when I'm super famous, someone like takes that clip out of context and is like, "So yeah, you can't stand this person anymore because they're a communist." And I'd be like, "Well, you win some, you lose some." Like I think communist <laughs> it's like state... that John Mulaney joke, where it's like, uh, "So you don't donate to charity, John Mulaney?" And he's like, "That's why jokes just don't go well down in, in court. You have to." Hey, I'm joking after everything. Otherwise, someone's going to pull you up on it. Yeah, no. Um, I think communist state, me and Eva's dictators, that's it. For legal reasons, <laughs> And our cats is, is like our cabinet. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That's it decided. You have no choice in it. It's a communist state. We all have a choice in this. And by that, I mean you've no choice exactly. in it. Exactly. Um, okay. Back on topic. We've taken a very chaotic turn left. As per usual, sounds like something we do back to the topic at hand we were talking about Sinead O'Connor um and the betrayal mm-hmm. in the media of Sinead O'Connor and I would like to bring mm-hmm. up Sinead O'Connor's mental health and I'm going to trigger warn this because mental health mm-hmm. it's it's hard like I'm not talking about anything that may be perceived as particularly triggering but sometimes just the discussion of mental health in general can be upsetting mm-hmm. to people so this mm-hmm. conversation will be talking about her she has come out and said she is bipolar that she has bipolar disorder I remember growing up that she was always portrayed as like, oh, Sinead O'Connor is this very eccentric kind of crazy woman who lives on her own in the middle of nowhere. And when her, like when she basically confirmed her struggles with mental health and that she had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, everyone was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Of course that makes sense. Of course, like it's Sinead O'Connor. She's the crazy one. But yeah when and i am bringing in kanye west to this when kanye west came out and was like i have been diagnosed with bipolar disorder he has had very public like mental breakdowns and stuff which again i would like to make very clear there is absolutely nothing wrong with that mental health is a very very hard thing it's very unpredictable and it's very hard to mm-hmm. control this is not me shaming either of them for that matter but it's just the me- media's portrayal of the two kanye west when kanye west came forward and sa- said it, there wasn't that same reaction he is seen as like this genius, this absolutely powerful man, this man that's running for president of the US, question mark. Whereas mm-hmm. Sinead O'Connor was branded as, and I'm ver- using this term very loosely, and I'm using this term very generally, and it's definitely not something I believe, but she was branded as crazy. Yeah. And, oh, and well, like even the, the shaved hair and the everything, her whole image, I think, um, because it wasn't a... Um, like no, like a so-called normal image for a person in um, pop music, I think that helped, or not even pop music, just in mus- in the music industry, because women at that time were so marketable and were seen as like, you know, icons in the media, et cetera, et cetera. I think it's because she didn't look like a quintessential female artist, it kind of played into that. 
Yeah, it definitely did. And I think there's definitely this sense of discomfort um, within the media to non-conformity. Um, and I've really noticed it. Now, yeah. obviously, we've become a lot more progressive because social media platforms are much more accessible and people are kind of rising organically, I suppose is the right word, rather than having like a huge media push behind them and the traditional media is kind of losing their grip on celebrity status we're starting to see that there's a lot more diverse kind of range of people coming forward as kind of celebrities as such but the thing is is that we we do see a lot of kind of i don't know what's the word i'm looking for push back from traditional media against kind of social media stars saying they're not real celebrities they're not real this they're not real that even though they've a lot more influence than a lot of like actors or like directors or models would have um because they they built their bases on their fans they didn't happen to gain fans by doing things their kind of platform is built on fans like i'm not making sense right now i feel like that statement didn't make any sense but i'm just gonna go with it like they had to build up their platform people kind of followed them from the start and because of that they have a lot more influence than a lot of like traditional celebrities would because a lot of traditional celebrities um, especially like actors and stuff and musicians can be very like private unto themselves whereas social media stars as such are kind of like very open because that's their platform that's what they do social media is their thing and I think the media has had uh, there's a certain discomfort in the media of this and they will kind of like try and pawn them off as like z-list celebrities and not real celebrities and sometimes it's true sometimes it's not but I think the general discomfort is, is that the media doesn't have as much control over how they're perceived the individual has a lot more yeah. control. I, I just got an email um, from Trinity saying that I'm in an extra module that I'm supposed to be in. And I know this is nothing to do with the podcast episode, but I don't know how to process this new... Yeah, I got, I got a very like aggressive email from the academic registry um, like a couple of weeks ago saying you were not enrolled in enough modules, even though I am enrolled in enough modules. They just put me in the same module twice for some reason. God only knows. I didn't sign up for it twice. I signed up for it once um, and it blocked out all of the other modules I was supposed to do, question mark. Um, and I've been trying to get in contact with them ever since and no replies, no response. So I'm just five credits. Bruh, how does this? OK. Um, and yeah, so and I anyway. think um, a good way to yeah a good a good segue anyways with this is talking about also Britney's mental health too um and how she was treated when she started to have mental problems because it was a meme people were following her people still meme about it um and it's just like you know I whenever and as on your point whenever men seem to have mental health issues they are you know seen as survivors or seen as you know great artists there's, yeah, there's definitely a woman this, publicly like, struggles and it's she's made fun of there's definitely like this tortured artist trope we see with men where it's like oh he's a tortured artist whereas when it comes to women it's often that like oh she's crazy she's irrational she's hysterical and i've seen a lot of that now it's not mm. always the case obviously i am generalizing here quite a bit but I think it is quite evident within the media that women are seen as crazy when they struggle with mental health, whereas men are seen as like tortured artists and stuff and brave for continuing. And now this is slowly changing. I think people have become a lot more progressive, which is very nice to see. And I think the media is slowly changing, but I don't know if it's changing fast enough. Yeah. Um, and it's just like everything that's going on with Britney's image at the moment 
it's it, like I'm, I'm glad that people are you know looking for the signs that she's not okay because and this and just talking about like free britney and everything and every instagram post that she kind of puts up or every tiktok she just never looks a hundred percent okay and that's like where my worry stems stems from about her conservatorship because she does she generally does not look put together and i'm not saying that to be rude and i'm not saying it to be like dismissive of her because i think she's a great artist and she's a fantastic performer and seems like a lovely person but she does not look put together as a person right now and it's like what is happening behind everything like what's happening behind the camera you know i mean there's always that certain curiosity with any celebrity but i think mm. britney spears is definitely in a very very much in a rock and hard place like under her conservatorship conservative i think that's the word it is conservatorship isn't it she's not allowed yes. to have any more children yeah. she's not allowed to get married without her dad's permission her, her bank very, details she doesn't even have them she very, can't travel anywhere she it's can't very controlling uh work anywhere like it is it is very controlling and i think that's very scary and that's something that does terrify me personally that someone could go while well, you're struggling with your mental health i'm going to take over your life and you've absolutely no control mm. now thankfully i have good people in my life and if that happened i'd be very i'd trust i trust them whereas it seems that britney's relationship with her father is quite rocky and a lot of the things were you kind of hear whispers and you don't know what's true you don't know what's just fan speculation and what's actually true but as her cons- conservatorship stated, I just can't say that word. She is not allowed to have children. She is not allowed to get married. She is not allowed to perform. She is not allowed to do a lot of things without her dad's permission, which is terrifying because she's a fully grown adult. Like she's not like mm. she's not an eight year old child, you know. And it's the exact same thing. It's terrifying. It's terrifying to think about. Yeah, and like so. What confuses me the most about this is this is why I buy into the Free Britney movement and why I think she needs to be freed. So she had her breakdown in two thousand and seven and two thousand and eight, and like and straight after that, she put out a new album. She went on a world tour. She had that infamous MTV um, Video Music Awards performance, where she where she was highly criticised for seeming it, where she was not lip syncing it was like a very stumbled and not put together performance and it's like how is someone who is supposedly so mentally unwell that she is not allowed you know make financial decisions for herself not allowed to make travel decisions for herself and not allowed to have more children how is she so unwell to not do those things but she's allowed to go on a full world tour i know it is it's very strange and it's a weird one to think about like Oh, it's just so frustrating yeah, because like, I don't know if we'll ever know the truth and you don't know what is conspiracy and what's true. I, I don't we will ever know the truth and there's the recent legal like um developments and how she is pressuring for her conservatorship to be changed, but I don't think we'll ever know what it's like and it will always just have to rely on rumors. And that's almost hypocritical I think because it's like we want to free her but we're still gonna speculate about her and I think that's the struggle I think is that but the thing is as well we don't deserve any of that information like at the end of the day Britney Spears doesn't owe us any of that information it's her personal no she deserves to be happy yeah it's not fair that it's been like pulled through the press and become public information because that's hard that's hard within itself and I think Mm -hmm. we're going to like we're 
like we're curious we're curious beings naturally and we're gonna go what happened to Brittany we want to know what the full story is but we never mm-hmm. will and nor are we owed that full story and I think now is a really mm-hmm. good time for me to cut in with a song um, and I am going to play a song that is stuck in my head it's kind of blown up a little bit on TikTok even though uh, I was listening to the song before it blew up on TikTok but whatever um, it's Little Dark Age by MGMT if you have not listened to this album it is so good um And that was MGMT with Little Dark Age. Um, an absolute tune, if I do say so myself. Um, I absolutely adore that album. So if you've Such a good trend on TikTok. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the trend on TikTok. I know Eva has. Um, but to anyone listening, there's basically this trend on TikTok where people <laughs> I have done it multiple times. <laughs> recreate like Renaissance pictures, romantic pictures. Oh, it's stunning. It's stunning. Like people out here fully look like fully look liking fully looking like oh my god why did I struggle with that so much fully looking like gods and goddesses so obviously Eva's done it because she already looks like a goddess shut up um, no shut up I should do it with my cat actually because <gasps> she's very pretty oh I would yeah I would by the way life update on behalf of Eva Oberg Eva has gotten a new cat it's called Jolene yes. Jojo it is the cutest thing I've seen ever like Ever, it's we call her Jojo Rabbit because she's so shy sometimes. She does scurry oh, around so like cute. a little rabbit. Oh, that's so cute. Um, I love cats so much. I have a problem. Um, like when I was younger, people used to always tell me I'd grow up and be the crazy cat lady. But the truth is, I'm already there. You know. Yes, and being a crazy cat lady isn't a bad thing. No, you it's know, exactly like what I it just like. shows that you're a compassionate and caring person. It's one of my aspirations to be a crazy cat lady. You know. And it's nice to achieve your dreams at a young age. That's all I'm going to say. Exactly. But yeah, because we wanted to end the episode in kind of like a lighter note because yeah. we're aware that the content recently has been a bit dark and heavy. Yeah, And that doesn't really help people's mental state. No, it's been a dark and heavy time recently. And I think lockdown is definitely like, I, I've noticed like even when the lockdown was like impending, it's te- definitely like, weighed on our podcast a little more and our podcast got a little bit mm. heavy because of the current political climate and because of everything that's happening and at the same time as much as we want to inform and discuss and talk about it, it is important to also be a little bit of a take a break sometimes time and just breathe um so mm-hmm. definitely ending this one on a little bit of a lighter note because talking about the portrayal of women in media is never going to be a fun one talking about the media in general no always going to be a bit of a dog the media one. The media is always going to be a negative force. Yeah, I don't think the media scary. is inherently good in any way. Um, well, and hopefully, like, <laughs> okay, but like, we do want to produce lighter and happier content for you guys. Uh, we meant we wanted to do a Halloween costume together if we had the opportunity to spend Halloween with each other, but we won't because of restrictions. So we'll probably do a podcast themed around that or something yeah, which we have like big fun. things coming guys big <laughs> big things coming oh my god actually speaking of 
sorry, my this is such a change of subject, but I still yeah, follow the secondary school I went to on Instagram, and they posted. Okay. No, don't picture. tell me they're making TikToks. Oh no, no! Oh my God! If that was happening, oh, I would. Okay. I would have transcended. I would have left this earth. I would be deceased. All of those things. They posted a picture of a girl in the school that like won an award. Like good for her, queen. We stand. Um, but they were like hashtag big things coming and I was like no no <laughs> I physically recoiled I felt pain I was like I'm sure this girl is wonderful but like whoever runs that account please I'm begging you just stop also they posted like two in the morning as well which is so cursed I'm like who is running this account that's, why are you that's, posting it that's in the morning? big you vibes that's like big me energy like am I secretly it's running? big trendy college vibes when they started posting the coronavirus guidelines at half one in the morning and I, I tweeted about it at half one in the morning and your brother replied to it being like I don't know who's doing this there's definitely like a very stressed out intern somewhere in like Trinity College, like frantically like typing out tweets somewhere at two in the morning. That's the vibes I'm getting. I mean, I know Philly's doing a little bit of that too. So they wake the up Commodore. in a cold sweat, being like, "Fuck." Yeah, be like, "Fuck." I mean, I definitely feel for them. I definitely feel for the Sabat team this year. Um, very stressful year for anyone that's involved in anything, basically. Any form of administration, honestly, Jesus so Christ. My heart fully goes out to them. Um, yeah. yeah, on a lighter note, I feel like there's a story I could tell, but it's completely left me. Um, it's actually, disappeared. Actually, I mean, like, the only thing... Okay, you go first. This morning, um, I had a German lecture, obviously, online. And we had a 10-minute mm-hmm. break because it's a two-hour lecture. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to go downstairs and make a cup of tea, chill for, like, five minutes. You know, have a good time. Um, the cats decided to crowd me. They were like, you know what? Lucy's back. Let's all jump on top of her. And I was laid back to my lectures because I couldn't get the cats off me. So there's my fun story. Of nice. Me. That's that's a dream situation. Yeah, it was wonderful. Um, all that's occupying my mind is the fucking Irish Twitter was united last night because uh, some guy tried to go viral because his girlfriend was cheating on him. But he was cheating on her the whole time as well. No. And everyone was like, um, this you? <laughs> no, I didn't know about this because I saw like, it was gas. Like, like all of Irish Twitters, they're like, like you know, a pro- like, I don't know how many accounts there is, but like the guy was from Drogheda and he, and he made it to my timeline. Oh my God. Like, you know what? Sometimes like, sometimes I really do hate Irish Twitter. Sometimes I really hate Twitter, but sometimes I really stand Twitter. And that is one been of those. It's been so long since a massive scandal has rocked it, and it was like, oh, give it to me, you know? Because, like, normally the timeline is just people call- calling uh, Simon Harris a weasel. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, I'm going to, like, oust my roommate here. Um, my roommate does not agree with um, any of Simon Harris's politics. I would like to make that very clear. But she, like, low key kind of fancies him. She's like, he's kind of good looking, though. And I'm like, Queen, no, stop it. I mean, admittedly, admittedly, during repeal, I thought he was a bit good looking. But that was mainly because he was giving me my fundamental rights. Eva, no. I mean, well, yes, fundamental I know. rights. But Eva, no. This um, is the, that's the thing that's going to get me cancelled. This is, again, a clip they're going to pull up on a talk show in, like, 30 years' time, being like, this you. <laughs> this you, Queen, pulling out the receipts. <sighs> oh, my God. You know, I like, think... Simon, like, I think it's fair. You know, it's not really bullying. Because people compare um, people to celebrities, all, celebrities to um, animals all the time. <laughs> so... 
Um, Weasel Man. Weasel Man, Lizard Man, and Rat Man. <laughs> the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Our Spirit government. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, I will say, like, I have to give credit where credit's due. I think there was points where, like, lockdown round one, I was like, you know what? Simon, Har Simon Harris doing an okay job. Now I'm like, Simon Harris, bro, what? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, oh it's... I you know, I'm, I'm like, oh, well, at least we're not America. But, like, that's not exactly much of it. That's not a good metric to compare ourselves no. to. It's like, that's... I hate it when people pull that up as an excuse. I'm like, bro, everyone's doing better than America. That's like um, our house burning down and me being like, well, at least I'm not a forest fire in Australia. Like, different things. Very different. We've yeah, got to deal with the fire Yeah, here. completely very, very different things to be proud of i don't think it we should be proud of the coronavirus situation but we talked all things politics in the last episode that we put up so yeah so we won't complain wanna, anymore we won't we won't we won't give out we need to giving out about stuff <laughs> it's more likely than you think never um i am very much looking forward to halloween this year even though like yes we are all in lockdown um i am lucky enough that i yeah. am locked down with my roommate so we will get to Celebrate it in some weird or wonderful way. I think we're doing You're a so lucky. movie marathon, which I'm very excited for. Um, someone said that we're going to be playing Halloween games, which I am buzzing for because I've been saying it for like the past year that I really, really want to play Halloween games. Like, I really just want to bomb apples. <laughs> Is that so wrong? Is that so wrong? Um, no, so it's I not wrong. It's just more like, hmm. am I six again? Yes, definitely. Do I care? No, not really. Um, and I'm looking forward to Halloween. It's a full moon as well. Um, it's a very spooky time. It's a blue time. moon. It's a blue moon. It's a full blue moon on Halloween. What does that mean? Very chaotic time for all of us. Um, so please mind yourselves because regardless of whether or not you believe in astrology or the moon or whatever, it is a fact that on a full moon in mental hospitals, they had to pull out more staff. That's where the word lunatics come I from. I did not know that fact. Yeah, I did, so I did yeah, not basically, know that. I explained it very poorly, but... On nights of a full moon, they always had to have more staff on um, uh, wards. Oh my god! I didn't even. And I love the origins of words. I didn't even realize that actually loon, like yeah. like loon, like that's where lunatic comes from. Like like Luna, La Luna, what the, the fuck? moon. Isn't that crazy? Like, and the thing is, I was like, that's not true. That's not true. But my um, aunt was actually a nurse that worked on a psych ward, and she said that is completely true. On full moons, they have to put out more staff. What the fuck? Which is crazy. It's so, no, not amazing, no, but, but it's, like... It, it's really interesting. I love the etymology of words as well. I think it's a very interesting thing to talk about. Um, but yeah, no, so definitely mind yourself during that full moon because it's a little bit chaotic, a little bit crazy. Yeah, allegedly, according to the Romans, epilepsy and madness were thought to be caused by the moon. Oh, really? Yeah. Getting fun moon facts. Well, that that's, that's medicine. <laughs> This is officially a moon stan account. Don't talk to me. She's um, wet. The moon has water. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Sorry, I'd love the thought of someone taking out of context moment of Eva screaming, she's wet. <laughs> but like, she's a, no, it like, it's like, get, it's, it is get a bucket and a mop. She, she is like a woman she's wet oh, okay and um on that note i think we're going to wrap up the show 
Um, you have been listening to our U2 and Love Lore with Evo Burn and Lucy Holmes or Lucy Holmes and Evo Burn, depending which way you like us. This has probably been one of our most chaotic episodes in a very long time. I think Scorpio season is yeah. definitely having having a bit of a bit of a fun time with us. Um, There's a bit of lunacy happening. There is a bit of lunacy. Wonder where that word comes from. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, definitely been a very chaotic episode but enjoyable nonetheless um, thank you to everyone listening in live and thank you to everyone who's listening back to the podcast I still think it's crazy that people actually listen to us talk um, I don't know why you do that I can't even listen to my own voice so have fun I guess um, but I think I'm going to end us with a song and I am very mm-hmm. much vibing with Oh, what am I vibing with Oh, I think I am going to end us with Run by Joji because I have been listening to that song on repeat recently. So yes, we've been Are You Two In Love or thank you very much for listening into us. Um, we enjoyed making the show as chaotic as it was. Eva, do you have anything to say? Any final note? Um, drink water, pee after sex. Beautiful. Wonderful. Life advice to, to live by. So now, without further ado, this is Run by Joji. Enjoy. Yeah.